and welcome to our podcast. I'm Sharon Tracy from the Sisters of St. Francis Foundation, here today with Sister Ruth Bernadette O'Connor and Margaret Lilly to talk about the Red Hill Farm. Red Hill Farm is owned and operated by the Sisters of St. Francis. Sister Ruth Bernadette O'Connor oversaw the farm's activities for 19 years prior to her being elected to the leadership of the Sisters of St. Francis. Margaret Lilly, who goes by the name Lilly, is the farm's manager. Hi, Sister Ruth Bernadette and Lilly. How are you today? Just fine, thank you. Very well, Sharon. Thanks for having me here today. Ladies, let's talk about the farm. Sister Ruth, I'd like to start with you by asking when and why the Sisters of St. Francis started Red Hill Farm. The Red Hill Farm was begun in the year 2000. The sisters established about 14 environmental initiatives for their land. The six-acre farm was one of them. Other things that we began were reforesting our land, planting native trees, letting the fields grow over the summer, and not using pesticides. Okay, can you please explain what is a CSA and was the farm always a CSA? A CSA means Community Supported Agriculture. We have 120 members who pay for a share of crops. They come each week if they have a full share and every other week for a half share. That money helps to buy the supplies and pay for some of the workers. Red Hill Farm has been a CSA from the very beginning. How does the farm help the environment? The farm uses organic practices. We use cover crops and compost and rotate our crops. We raise bees and have houses for purple martins to reside on our farm. All of these things help the environment. Are those honeybees that you have? Yes, they are. Okay. How do the sisters benefit from the farm? The farm provides vegetables every week for the sisters here at Our Lady of Angels Convent and our retirement home at a Sissy House. What are the advantages to running the farm as a CSA? In running it as a CSA, we get to meet our neighbors and build relationships with them. We give them the opportunity to eat good food grown locally. We offer education programs, and we also supply food for our ministry in Chester, which is called Anna's Place. Okay. Does the farm sustain itself financially? The land belongs to the Sisters of St. Francis. The Sisters pay for all the equipment and the farmer's salary. The shareholders cover the other cost, but the farm would not make it on its own without the help of the Sisters. Any improvements to the farm is dependent on what the Sisters can afford, but donations are also necessary. Okay, well thank you, Sister Ruth. That brings us to you, Lily. Here's a three-part question. When does the planting season begin? How many different crops are grown? And are they all planted at the same time? Well, our planting season begins in early March when we begin sowing seeds for the early season crops like cabbage and broccoli. And we grow approximately 40 different crops. With many of those crops, we grow several different varieties. An example of that is tomatoes. We grow 10 different varieties of tomatoes. Yum! Everyone loves tomatoes. And no, the crops are not all planted at the same time. 
we plant some things just once during the season, like tomatoes, and then other crops like carrots are planted every three weeks. This provides us with a continuous harvest during the entire season. That's an awful lot of uh, <laughs> carrots. It is a lot of carrots. We have a lot of members and they love carrots and we try to provide carrots for every week of the pickup season. Wow. So it is a lot of carrots, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are there any soil issues? And if so, what are they? The biggest issue that we face with the soil is its clay-like structure. Um, but we manufacture our own compost at the farm and we add that to the soil to lighten it up. And we also add mushroom soil, which does the same thing. It adds tilth and it lightens the soil. And cover crops are an important part of the soil management process as well, which uh, we grow over a wide variety of cover crops. And once they're turned into the soil, they add a great deal of organic matter. Are there any other challenges the farm has to manage? One of the largest challenges is weed pressure. We try to catch things before they go to seed. We'll never be able to eliminate all the weeds, but we're doing an excellent job with our weed management this year. How many members does the farm have and how many planting seasons can they join? The farm is currently able to offer 120 vegetable shares to the community. And we offer a summer share and then a winter share. Okay, now the farm has two hoop houses. What are they? And why are these important? Uh, the hoop houses are essentially unheated plastic buildings. And they're extremely valuable to the farm because they allow us to manage the environment within the hoop house. Uh, for example, we can keep the hoop house closed up tight and it keeps things nice and warm in there. Or we can open it up all the way to permit cool, fresh air inside. They're an important part to the farm because they permit us to extend our growing seasons. We can start growing in the hoop house much earlier in the season when it's too cold to plant outside and we can continue growing in the hoop house once the cool weather sets in. This allows us to provide fresh organic produce for a longer period of time. Okay, can all produce be planted in the hoop houses? Well, I suppose just about anything could be planted in a hoop house, but some things like zucchini are such a large plant that it would take up far too much space. Okay. Now, you want to add a third hoop house. What will be the advantages of another one, or why aren't two enough? Well, two are very valuable, and we make very good use of that space. Um, but having a third would permit us to grow much more food, and in turn, it would provide more produce to the community, especially during the winter when fresh local produce is so difficult to find. And we all know that good produce during the winter is hard to get. <laughs> okay, what is the cost of installing a third one? Sharon, that cost will be approximately $12,000. Okay, but I understand that you have been working for a few years now on collecting enough funds through fundraisers to finance the third hoop house. How far away from your goal are you? We have collected a little more than half of what we need. We have a little over $6,000, so we're about halfway there. Okay. Lily, is there anything you would like to add that might interest our audience? Well, I would like to extend an invitation for anyone to come out and visit Red Hill Farm. We could show you the hoop houses and how valuable they are to us, and we'd be happy to take you on a tour of the entire farm. Or you're welcome to just sit and appreciate the workings of an organic farm. <laughs> Okay, Sister Ruth, how about you? Anything you would like to add? Oh, I think we've said it all. Okay. 
Thank you for joining me today, Sister Ruth and Lily. This has been very informative. And to our audience, thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope you found this interview interesting. As Lily indicated, the purchase of a new hoop house cost $12,000, and they are just over halfway to their goal. If you can help by making a donation, please go to our website, www.osfphila.org, and on the foundation page at the bottom where the monthly need is mentioned, click on the link in that box. If you have any questions about the farm or would like to set up a visit, as Lily suggested, please call Lily at 610-558-6799. Thank you again for joining us. As the sisters like to say, peace and all good.